0: Morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Wednesday, thirtieth day of June, twenty twenty-one. My name is Nick. What it saves for yourself, Big J? Hey. A little hot out there. Already? Yep. I ain't going anywhere, my friend. Uh, it, it was hot yesterday. It'll be hot today. It will be
1: hot tomorrow. Worst thing ever yesterday, Nick. What happened? Uh getting the uh, tint on my uh, Mustang redone. Okay. So uh, you can't uh, you can't roll down the windows for three days. That makes sense to me. And uh, I had to pick it up, and guess what? The AC not working great in the car. Yeah, so you were basically. So I was a child in a uh, uh, in a car. How far basically. did you have to drive? Um, like was it a long trick? Yeah, it was probably ten minutes, oh, 10, 15 bad. minutes. Oh, okay. Well it's not. I mean if it Let's was put like
0: you in a hundred and fifteen degree car I just I was in one yesterday. But my point is it wasn't like it was a you know half an oh, hour right Your, ride your
1: home. AC doesn't work or you
0: were stuck in traffic. No, but it was still hot in my car. I understand mm. what you're saying. Uh, I am not saying it was pleasant, I'm just saying uh, it could be worse. Yeah, no, it was worse.
1: Uh, what happened after that? Uh, I passed out when I got home. Oh well, jeez. Was your air conditioning on working at home either? Yeah, but you know, barely oh you're having air conditioning problems well no but i mean you know when it's a hundred degrees out that thing's working pretty hard oh yeah for sure yeah oh so yeah it was conditions. like you know 79 degrees in the house time for a cold
0: shower then right
1: what'd you do i don't shower
0: yeah that Just makes for sense you, buddy
1: that makes sense today on the show big j's got a
0: movie to review for you uh rent a pal was the name of it it was on hulu we'll see if it's any good that's coming up before we hit seven o'clock today Another chance to get in on a $500 gift card to the Lifetime store, courtesy of Mike Hart and Lemonade Seltzer, it is happening with Pop Culture Smackdown today. Hopefully you're excited for that. Uh, we have a chance to let you know that if you missed it yesterday, a lot of people watched it, which is always nice, but we had a virtual X session with Black Veil Brides. Uh, great time with Jake and Andy, interview style, and the whole band sitting down and doing some acoustic jams for us. You can check it out on the X's Facebook page. It is up. It is in there. And it's all good to go for you to watch and review and loop it back over and over and over again. And zoom in on Andy Black. Make yourself all hot and bothered. <laughs> he is pretty handsome. And Jake
1: Jake Pitts from Napa, Idaho. Yes.
0: Hometown kid done good. We had him on the uh, the fun little X session part of things yesterday as well. It was great to catch up with those guys, and uh, they did a really cool acoustic performance that you can check out on the X's Facebook page. It should be up on the YouTube and the uh, the X's Xrock.com website very, very soon. That's all on the agenda today. We also play music. Let's start with some Green Day. It's Welcome to Paradise. Here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. <laughs> on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. For a brief time, Big J, during a very dark point in our country, one man united us all. That man, Nathan Apidoc. Yeah. Uh, there was a point where we were all at our wits end at this pandemic, and it was one dude riding his skateboard down a freeway while lip-syncing to Fleetwood Mac's dreams that for some reason became a catalyst for this country for all things that you're not... It could be worse. We're all okay. And we should probably just enjoy what we have. It was a nice reminder, a cool little thing that went incredibly viral and then just catapulted this dude into fame. Uh, if you're not familiar with Nathan, Nathan Apodaca, maybe you're familiar with his uh, acronym, which is Dogface420. <laughs> he has, however, since dropped the 420. He now just refers to himself as Dogface. He probably got some advice from some branding people that, that probably wasn't smart. And so... He decided to drop the 420 reference from his name, but the one thing that has stayed consistent, Big J, throughout his entire rocket ship to fandom, and fa- and I guess uh, having fans, is God, he loves cranberry stuff, man. Just loves yeah. it. Yeah, loves it. Ocean Spray hooked him up with a bunch of uh, free stuff, and it's now a pickup truck, dude. Yeah, yeah, he got he got the whole kit and caboodle, but now he's doing his own thing, dude. Uh, hard to believe it was nine months ago. That this whole thing went viral, but that's exactly how long it's been uh, And now he has uh, a new adult beverage called cranberry dreams big J He's launching it for himself. It is released nationally via beatbox beverages And he's not messing around man. This particular cranberry uh, adult beverage is 11.1% alcohol by volume, so it'll get you wrecked damn uh, Idaho the first place in the country to have these hurrah so you can see some of them on store shelves now. So check it out for yourself. Again, it is called Razz Cranberry Dreams. And so there's that. Uh, so he's leaning into the branding thing. He's going to try to start his own thing, and we'll see if he's successful. Can he turn viral fame into a successful business, Big Jay? How's is? Well, I think he already has. Well, listen, he's made money. There's no doubt about
1: it. He, uh, and he's a big part of <laughs> like uh, uh, Tommy Chong and uh, Cheech and Chong's uh, mobile game.
0: Right, yeah, he's a character in that uh, yeah. in that game that you can play, which is, I guess, cool. I don't know how many people are playing it, but listen, uh, good for lots.
1: him. Good for him. People got to grow their uh, imaginary weed. Yeah, it's like a pot farm, right?
0: <laughs> listen, uh I, I, I have given up trying to figure out this Milwaukee Bucks team. The any any time they are given a clear path to uh what should no, they, be they
1: can't do it easily. A right? trip to
0: the NBA finals by not having Trey Young play, they just get blown out in game and listen, now now I'm really worried because I don't think Giannis is gonna play the rest of this series. Uh, that knee injury looked bad. That hyperextension yeah. did not look good, uh, which makes me think he's at least going to miss a couple of games. So, I, uh, I listen, I know I, I'm a fan, but they're not going anywhere without Giannis. I'm not an idiot either. Uh, while I want them to do well, I don't see it happening. And unless Giannis is going to come back, then uh, that's it for the Bucks. as the Wisconsin sports curse continues, where they can get right to the, <laughs> the precipice of where they want to go before crapping down their leg and so uh congratulations to the hawks who literally had nobody on that team that you've ever heard of before if you're a casual fan just run the bucks out of the gym trey young did not play at all uh and they still won 110 to 88 so that series is tied to two games apiece. Uh, i don't know what to do from here on out uh, the suns will try to uh, wrap up their series uh try number two tonight in game number six Uh, This game is in L.A., so the Clippers obviously trying to force a Game 7 as well as the basketball playoffs are well in bloom. Congratulations to Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, Big J, welcoming her third girl into the world. Congratulations. Uh, she sent a photo on Instagram and captioned everybody in bed together with her husband and her two other daughters, along with their newborn baby, Daniela, into the family. And you get a chance to uh, congratulate Wonder Woman on her third girl herself. So congratulations. Man, to the and whole, that gentleman final. is outnumbered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what that's like, Big Jay. Yep. Uh, but you know what? Uh, congratulations to them. Hopefully everybody's healthy and happy. That is Pantera, that is This Love here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's your Send nude song of the day, voted on by you here on the X-Rocks. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie for you to watch and review along with him if you wanted to. It was called Rent-A-Pal that was available on Hulu. Pretty, uh, I want to say, not exactly detail-oriented description as to what the movie was. So we turn to you, Big J, and ask you, how was it and what was
1: it? Yeah, boy, I wish there was more detail because I would have picked this movie. Um it, it's you know I mean it's called uh, Rent a Pal and it's set in the, in the 90s Nick oh. and I don't know if you I don't know if this is real or I I mean I don't remember this being a service but I at the time in, in the 90s I wasn't into uh the uh the dating scene and how it worked but uh maybe Randy would know uh cuz he's a 90s expert but uh the the main character here in this uh he uh his name's uh David and um there's this thing called Video Rendezvous. Okay. And so it's a kind of like video dating service. Sure. So you would get, you would like put out a tape. Yeah. And then they would make, uh, you know, selections that way. And yes. so David, you know, he's older now and he lives at home with his mom. Okay. And he's a caregiver for his mom who has dementia. Okay. So already I'm like, oh, bleep me. Too okay. realistic for you. you know yeah. What? Yeah. I'm like, all right, this is not, let's see how this goes. And, um, and it's just a sad commentary on this dude who's, you know, he looks like a nice guy, but he's, uh, loves mom trying to take care of her, but she's a real pain in the butt, and, you know, um, he's not having any luck with this video thing, and so... Uh, he uh, he just is very frustrated and and then some a light shines and oh he's he's found a match girl like wants to go on a date with him and then it turns out he was too late to get to the place and she went to da- on a date with somebody else so he's crushed and he and he goes home and uh, he uh, he throws on an old school uh, sixteen or thirty five millimeter uh, adult feature okay I mean that's you're you're working hard like a reel yeah. The projector and everything. All right. Well, it's the '90s, so. So and then, in order to uh, to combat that, he goes back to the um, the video place and in in, in in this bin that they have some videos. There's this thing called uh, yeah, Rent-a-Pal, and so it's just basically this is the sad part. Like this is where Will Wheaton, former guest of The Morning After, comes in. Uh, he plays Andy, who is uh, just a friend on a videotape, and has conversations and leave pauses for you to. <laughs> Be able to talk. So back. you 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 don't you ha- you're not as lonely as it you think. is an imaginary VHS friend. Okay, and and uh, boy, it starts to get weird. Yeah, and so uh, what you find is that David's got some some problems of his own uh, just from his history and and in his uh, interaction with Andy. You know, at 1st they you're like, okay, is this turning into a situation where this is a um, like a, a ring kind of thing where is, is Andy going to come alive and kill everybody because you know this is supposed to be a horror show of some sort and really it's not that it's more psychological uh, situation with David himself and so he uh, just, it just things go go downhill from there and he actually ends up going on a date with that girl and things went well and then things went bad Okay, things went real bad for the whole family and if imaginary friends, whether they're on VHS or not, just shouldn't be a part of what you're doing with your life. Uh, understood. Understood. So, well, it sounds like I, it's kind of interesting. but it, it, I tell you what. Actually, the way it's presented, uh, it is interesting. I would say a lot of people would probably find this Yeah, I think you would probably like this movie. Um, It's got a lot of just, you know, interesting aspects to it. It's really put together well. It's a good story. It's shot well, everything. It's just some of the context of this really bothered me because of my mental state currently. So uh, it wasn't the best for me. So I would say it's a movie worth people watching. But it's not Big J approved. I mean, it's it? yes, it's approved, but I wouldn't watch it again ever. Right. Like, right, right. and and if I wasn't watching, if I wasn't doing this for streaming dumbass, I would have stopped the movie,
0: just because of the dementia angle. Yeah, thing?
1: yeah. Just because I'm like, you know, I don't need to, you know, go through that right nah, now. It's, it's a not big not trigger my, for you. Yeah. And that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. I mean, so, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to my therapist again. I did it yesterday, <laughs> unfortunately, before. <laughs> I watched the movie. Uh, well, listen, in my no. defense, there was nothing in that no, description I know. at all. I know. And it, so it, you I know what? No it's idea. just the way it is. I can't have you edit out all the stuff that uh, triggers me to have some sort of terrible feelings. Although so. I will
0: say this. I have not recommended things to you that I thought you'd really like because of things that I know you're going through.
1: Well, we can't stop that. No, so, you uh, have, But
0: I mean, you have to deal with it somehow, of course, but, you know, not necessarily. Yeah, uh, I don't know if consuming pop culture is a great way to, <laughs> to deal <laughs> right. with the demons. Well, you, you never
1: know. You never know. So, so, uh, it hasn't worked so far, I guess. Rent-a-pal. If you want to be depressed for about uh, an hour and 49 minutes, knock yourself out. Or does it make you feel pretty good about your life? Because at least you're not that guy. Oh, yeah. And I was never that guy. Thank God. No. And I no. was
0: overweight. But, I mean, it is one of those deals where, like, well, listen, I mean, things are rough. And, yeah, I've been battling depression. But at least I'm not, you know, talking back to a video cassette. E- exactly. So there's that. There's always that. I haven't reached that low yet.
1: Yeah, if you want to, you know, take that angle, go watch Rent a Pal.
0: Morning After with Nick and Big J, uh, begrudgingly approved from Big J. It is available on Hulu for you to check out if you'd like. <laughs> Stuff. On <laughs> Morning After
1: with Nick and Big J.
0: The human brain is a strange and fascinating place, Big J. Despite how long we've been on this earth kicking around, despite how many, you know, neurologists there are, there's still a lot about the brain that they don't understand. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's a guessing game, which is why there's still a ton of studies that are going on. And we have another study that tried to find and figure out how we think and why we think how we think. And they were unsuccessful in figuring out why. They just saw something that was pretty interesting, and that is at least according to Southern Methodist University, SMU, Big J, we as Americans specifically have something going on in our brain that makes us want to buy stuff that has symphonic or classical music attached to it. (laughs) It is weird. Uh, They don't know why, they can't explain how, but what they ended up doing was they sat about 2,000 people in a room and played them 19 different advertisements, okay? And it was all for right around the same product. And they asked people, okay, which one of these products would you buy? And there were three of the 19 that had classical music attached to them. And those three led the survey every time they did it. And they're like, and then sometimes they even switched up the music for the particular products. It was like, it didn't matter what the product was. As long as there was some classical or symphonic music attached to the commercial, it made people think it was, quote, safer, healthier, happier, more sophisticated, and more professional than the other products. So it didn't matter what the product was, just what music was underneath it. And we go, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm into that. So it's really, really weird how drawn we are to classical music. And they're trying to figure out why that is, why we associate a certain amount of trust and healthiness and safety to classical music that we don't attribute to other things. And how it actually, you know, relates to what money or what products we'll spend our money on, which is weird, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, it is strange, but you know, we've, uh, both of us have said on several occasions, we are drawn to strings in our music, right? We like the mashup of metal and symphony. That is something that we're both very, very drawn to. So I probably would fall in this category as well. I don't know why I like it so much. I just like that contrast. And so it gives me, and I think part of it may be because I know how difficult that aspect of things are. You know, to play that kind of music and to do it well and to make it kind of put it all together. It's a lot of work and a lot of practice and a lot of, you know, talent to be able to pull that stuff off. Not that any kind of musician doesn't have talent. That's for sure true. I'm just thinking maybe that's my connection to it. And I'm just, you know, firing in the air here. I don't know if that's right or wrong. Either way, if you want to sell your product, Big J, so let me suggest this. Do a new route with the Big J Pampered Chef stuff. Throw us a couple commercials together and throw some symphonic music underneath it and see if you can't turn this thing into an empire. Yeah, I mean, it's old enough. I don't need the rights anymore. You need to buy those. Yeah, some of that stuff is truly public domain. So knock yourself out. Atlanta Hawks beat the Milwaukee Bucks last night, 110-88 to, a 110 to 88 in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals. No Trey Young for the Hawks, and that did not matter. Uh, they were running away with Game 4 no matter what. Uh, and then Giannis went ahead and got hurt suffered his own injury uh, hyperextended his knee in the third quarter he landed awkwardly after trying to block a dunk and it did not look good guys as somebody that has done hyperextended his knee it's not a good injury and here's hoping he's okay but I'm guessing he's going to miss some time no matter what which probably means my buck season is over uh, we'll see what happens. Game five is coming up in two days. you got game six of the Suns and Clippers tonight from L.A. Serena Williams was forced to exit Wimbledon yesterday after injuring her right leg in the first set of her first round match when she lost her footing. She tried to continue, but uh, she was clearly hurt, holding back tears on the actual court. So that is it for uh, Serena Williams in Wimbledon this time around. If you are a fan of Formula One, get ready. Uh, Bernie Ecclestone it will be documented in a movie called Lucky or a series called Lucky, which is an eight-part series in the works. Uh, Bernie's now 90 years old, but he is the gentleman behind Formula One, which is the pop- most popular racing series in the world. Not necessarily here in the States, but everywhere else but here. It's like the soccer of racing, if that makes sense. Yeah. We're the only place where it's kind of like on the fringe. Everywhere else, it's gigantic. And so finally, the 90-year-old is going to sit down and kind of tell the story of how he decided to make it how he got these other companies involved these car companies and in his 90 years how he turned the racing world on its ear and created formula one racing so apparently it's an extraordinary story i don't know anything about it but an eight-part series is coming soon so if you're a fan of formula one racing get ready to dive deep into it Going to hell. Let's not kid ourselves. I'm going to hell and you know it. The morning after, with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Yesterday, Big J, we went to Britain to kind of point out the differences of one part of the world to another in a fun way where the circumstances were somebody changed their name to John Cena super easy. <laughs> yeah. Today, Remember. we travel to another part of the world to highlight how different the world is with much more dire circumstances. Oh, no. As we head to Iraq for today's We're Going to Hell story, and I imagine probably at some point in your big J life, you've gone to a big wedding, right? Oh, sure. Like, what would you say, The give me a rough estimate of the amount of people that were at the biggest wedding you attend?
1: Uh, you know, probably 300? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right for me as well. Uh, you know, you go to the wedding of somebody that has a big family, and it's a pretty big deal, and a bunch of people show up and show up for it. Uh, and, but those are probably few and far between. I've certainly been to more smaller weddings than I've been to huge weddings. Agree or disagree?
1: Yeah, because we don't know that many rich folk. <laughs> That's
0: also true. <laughs> and the kind of rich folk we know ain't inviting us to their wedding. Yeah, damn it. And, and so... But in the world of the Middle East, it's a little bit different, man. Every wedding is a huge deal. We're talking anywhere from five to 900 on the regular guests. What the hell? To a wedding. That's the way they treat these things over there. It is a very, very big deal. I mean, family come from all over to be a part of this. So these weddings are a fairly big deal. There's a lot of people attending, which also means they're a big business in Iraq. And that means, you know, when you get five to 900 people in a place... Somebody's got to feed these people, right? Yeah, you're right. And so there are chefs that make their living over in Iraq just preparing gigantic wedding party meals. And that is the story that we have. Uh, 25 year old Isa Ismail is a chef that specializes in wedding party meals. He specializes in making gigantic amounts of food for large weddings for large families. I mean, that's a small army, man. Yeah. And he was cooking a meal for a large wedding in April and was making uh, basically his very famous chicken soup. But he makes it in huge quantities so that it serves hundreds of people, you know? So he essentially had a vat of chicken soup he was getting ready to make for this particular wedding. Uh, I don't know what happened. Nobody does, because apparently he was at the kitchen by himself. But here's what ends up happening, Big J. He goes ass over tea kettle into this huge vat of chicken soup. Like, no, I mean, falls into the chicken soup. Oh my god! Uh, and listen, uh, you know, you know, if you're making soup, you have to boil some stuff, right? So yeah. So you got to think of it as just like falling into a vat of boiling liquid.
1: Yeah, it's 212 degrees, friends. The
0: 25-year-old sustained burns on 70% of his body, Ugh. Uh, was rescued out, had to go to the hospital, but unfortunately, Big J died five days later in the hospital. Oh, my God. So this chef died by falling into his own damn vat of soup, making a gigantic dinner for a wedding party. And just to give you an idea uh, as to what he died for, Big J, these chefs make, on average, about $17 a day to make this stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's how it works over there.
0: $17? That's how much he made to go ass over tea kettle into his own soup and essentially die making a wedding soup.
1: (sighs) That, That is terrible, but they didn't use the soup, Right. Now, listen, it, it's not in the story, but you have to assume that they threw out that suit. Listen, I don't have to assume anything. <laughs> These guys getting paid $17 an hour. A day. $17 oh, a, a day. a day. $17 a day. A day. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that they pulled that dude out and then just kept cooking it. No. No. How can you say that? Because I'm a realistic person. That's not realistic yes. at all.
0: That is one of those deals where, like, somebody was boiled to death in this soup. That soup is now tainted. I demand an
1: answer to this. I want to know more. Well, I've got a couple
0: of names you can contact. Uh, I'm getting this story from the Saudi news outlet, Arab News, so there's that. Uh, There's also a local media outlet called Al-Bawa that you can take and track down if you want to figure it out. But they do not because say anything about soup. Because if they
1: that soup, everybody there has a taste for human beings now. Yeah, I don't think this was like the
0: cannibal special, man. I think it was just a regular old fad of soup that they now have to start from scratch with. I hope. What do you tell the wedding guests? Somebody died making your dinner. you got to cancel that wedding, right? I mean, just out of sheer respect for somebody else, you don't do the wedding. You move it to like a couple weeks down the road, don't you? Yeah, I heard their funerals were pretty big over there, too. I yeah. who's making that food funeral soup morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story it is the x rocks hey. offspring why don't you get a job here on the morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x rocks uh before we get into the actual topic of discussion question for you big j yeah do you you know for a while there i want to say a good six seven years we had a run where we absolutely loved being on top ten lists for like, places to live in the country. We thought it was cute and was funny. And then everybody started moving and uh, and real estate prices started to get crazy. And I wonder if we're sick of it. Do you think that we no longer like to be in those lists that uh, that we happen to be on top of all the time? Now yeah, we love being winner around here. I suppose that might be true. Uh, and if that's the case, then I-, I suppose a congratulations is in order. Although this may be a top 10 list that you don't want to be in top of. But uh, the uh, the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, Big J, released their Most Alcoholic States list. And they do this every single year right around Fourth of July weekend to hopefully raise some awareness about, you know, alcohol responsibility, especially when you mix them with things that are explodable. Uh, And hopefully uh, raising some self-awareness as to how much alcohol people truly are consuming. And so they basically they rank all 50 states and Washington, D.C. per their alcohol consumption per person. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. And so they find out where the most alcohol fueled issues are. And it probably shouldn't surprise you what came in number 51 on the list. If you had to guess, what would it be? The state that has the least amount of alcohol consumption per capita? Utah. Absolutely right. And far and away, number uh, number 51 on the list. Uh, 1.3 gallons of alcohol per person is what's usually consumed there. Uh, number one on the list is New Hampshire, Big J. gallons of booze per capita is consumed, followed by Washington DC at 2, Delaware at 3, Nevada at 4, and North Dakota at 5. But the reason we find ourselves talking about the drunkest states of America, because there is one state that moved up ridiculously large in the rankings in the last year. And now we found out exactly what Idahoans were doing during the pandemic, and that is getting hammered. Because uh, we come in at number 8, Big J, just ahead of Wisconsin. Idaho is 8, Wisconsin is 9, and the amount of alcohol consumed per person per capita, which is crazy uh we were in the 20s last year if you're curious we now find ourselves at number eight idaho has 2.94 gallons per capita uh just behind vermont but ahead of wisconsin now uh with the most alcohol consumed per state so my god we are drinking a lot of booze these days now it could be for a lot of reasons but we we talked on several different occasions about how people were spending their pandemic uh drinking a lot more and certainly that was the case in some of these. But other places were drinking a lot less. Idaho just didn't happen to be one of those. We uh, skyrocketed almost 20 positions on this particular list from last year to this year. So we uh, need to do some good self-reflection probably and and see what we can do to get a little bit lower on that list. Because it's never good to be in the top 10 of a National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism list. Yeah, no, nobody wants that. Uh, that would be my guess. Uh, we have a ways to go before we're number one. There's a long ways away from 2.9 to 4.6 gallons of booze. So there's uh, there's a ways to go before we're even top five, but probably not something to be too incredibly proud of. Or you can read it as Idaho likes to party. Which one do you prefer, Big J? Uh, Idaho likes to party, All man. Right, dude, uh, then spend your Fourth of July weekend just getting hammered, Big J. Hammered. Just like you like. Uh, either way, yeah. we're on top of another list or close to the top, top ten anyway. Uh, of a list that I'm not sure you want to be involved in. So, think about that the next time you crack open a cold one. Morning After with Nick and Big J On the way, some important stuff. <coughs>
1: I'm Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Fourth of July weekend is upon us, and if you're planning on traveling over the upcoming holiday weekend, then you might want to make sure you gas up, kids. National average price for a gallon of gas is standing at around 310 That's the highest since October Of 2014, It's also 2% higher than it was on Memorial Day. 42% higher, of course, than it was a year ago when nobody was driving anywhere. At the same time, many gas stations don't have any gas at all. It has nothing to do with the price or even supply of gasoline. It's just plain shortage of tank truck drivers. Coupled with the rising demand that it's causing supply chain bottlenecks and shortages, experts add that a number of stations are reporting they simply not able to get gas delivered for any price. Uh, this comes as AAA forecasts about 43.6 million Americans will travel by car this 4th of July weekend. That is the preferred form of travel for America as of forever, really. You know, flying happens a lot, but we still drive pretty much everywhere we go. You planning on going anywhere for 4th of July? No. Staying at home? Yeah. Barbecuing it up?
1: I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to step outside. <laughs> Just staying inside, away from the heat? Like some sort of ogre. Like what are a bad underground land. people. Moleman.
0: Yeah. What? Moleman. Are you making that up? Moleman? Yeah. Like the oldest sci fi thing in the world? No, I'm not. Oh,
1: okay. It. Oh, mole. What did you think man. I said? Moleman. What would that be in your I, mind? I don't know. That's why I asked, are you making that up? And you weren't. I
0: misheard you. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks beat the Milwaukee Bucks 110 to 88 in game four of the Eastern Conference Finals getting the victory to tie the series 2-2 without Trey Young, who was kept out by a bone bruise on his foot. And then Giannis went ahead and hurt, hurt himself in the third quarter. Uh, it looked like at least a sprained knee out not a hyperextended. I, more imaging is done today. It doesn't look good. I'm guessing he's out for the rest of the, the playoffs. That series is tied to two games apiece. Serena Williams has ex- exited Wimbledon because of an injury of her own. She hurt her right leg in the first set of her match. And she has bowed out, so that's it for her at Wimbledon. We've got Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals tonight between the Clippers and the Suns from Los Angeles. Somebody's going to see if they can't force a Game 7 tonight or the Suns are going to move on. And a nice little announcement yesterday, courtesy of Wolfgang Van Halen, he has decided to add a couple of more dates, uh, solo gigs, if you will, while he and his band are out opening up for Guns N' Roses this summer. Uh, About as close as one of those solo dates is going to get to us is Seattle, Washington on August the 23rd. He has decided to put one up there at the Neptune. So he's doing a bunch of stadium shows with Guns N' Roses. Those get a little bit closer. You know, you can make the road trip to Vegas if you want, or you can go to Montana if you want. But uh, the solo gig, as close as it's going to get, is Seattle. He has got a bunch of people that he knows and trusts on his touring lineup, including Frank Sedoris, uh, Garrett Willock, and Ronnie Ficaro. And you're going to get a chance to see those guys in person if you want to make a road trip to check it out.
1: On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Pop Culture Smackdown brought to you by Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer. We'll hook you up. With a uh, fantastic uh, gift card. Uh, Well, not a gift card, but a couple of tickets from Reading Speedway. Uh, We'll get that sent out to you in the mail. And you'll qualify for a $500 gift card uh, to the Lifetime store. Not a bad way to go. So uh, many thanks to our friends at Mike's Hard Lemonade. Seltzer, hard seltzer with flavors. Please drink responsibly. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Nick, you just gotta beat me in pop culture smackdown. Two oh eight
0: two eight seven one zero zero three. It was easy yesterday. Let's see if it's a little Whoa. bit more difficult today. Well you were what it done. I mean I'm not speaking Whoa. out of turn here. Hello, the hey. X. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, what's your name, please? Amber. Alright, Amber, you're up first. This writer and producer has also written and directed two Star Wars movies and two Star Trek movies since the year two thousand and seven. Who is he? Abrams. Abrams is correct. Right. Yeah, nice First work. name, JJ. Big J, this former firefighter moved into acting a little bit late in his life, but that didn't stop him from being in movies like Armageddon and TV shows like Boardwalk Empire. Right.
1: Steve Ushima. Shima. Right.
0: Correct. Back to you, Amber. This gentleman is the lead singer of the Rolling Stones.
1: Jacko.
0: Right. Nicholas Jagger. Big J. This actor played Carl in The Walking Dead for eight full seasons before, much to fans' delight, getting finally booted
1: off. Oh, man. What was the kid's name?
0: Don't worry about this one, Amber. This
1: one's for Big J. I know. She was was making fun of me. (laughs) I was mocking. (laughs) Yeah. See, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember his name. Yeah. You don't remember Carl's name? Little uh, Little Roger. Little Roger. Wrong. Roger Kellersby. Wrong. Uh, No, Roger isn't in the name at all, as a matter of fact.
0: Uh, Initials? uh, Little, uh, okay, C-R. Carl. Nope. no Carl in there Uh, either. Chandler Riggs. Right. Chandler Riggs. Chandler Riggs, who's
1: now doing another TV show altogether. He's 22 years old,
0: dude. Chandler Riggs is
1: 22 years years old. It's been about 10 years since I saw... walking dead episode
0: yeah it premiered in 2010 so you may be a little off on your timeline but either way he's been around for a while congratulations amber you got yourself some meridian speedway passes you're also qualified for that 500 dollars gift card to the lifetime store all thanks to mike's hard lemonade seltzer thank you very much for playing another chance to get in on this action coming right around this time tomorrow and we will do some headlines those are next on the X rocks
1: <laughs> Morning after
0: with nick and big J your headlines are as follows that worked out i guess good boy and bad planning uh bad planning a man in maine tried to post 200 dollars bail but he did so with counterfeit bills according to the sheriff's office never a good idea deputies responded to a report of a stolen vehicle in waterboro early sunday morning stopped a man walking nearby According to the Sheriff's Office Facebook post, they determined that he was not involved, but did arrest him for having an outstanding warrant for stealing from a Walmart, Big J. Sheriff William King said the man said he had enough money to post his $200 bail, but when the bail commissioner arrived, he tried to pay with two counterfeit $100 bills. And apparently these were comically counterfeit. He was denied bail and then returned like Monopoly. to Monopoly. J- <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Uh, He was returned to jail with the additional charge of forgery on top of everything else. The man was able then to post $100 in bail later in the day, which is strange to me, Big J. How can you get, uh, 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 how do you try to post bail for a theft charge with $200, then get an additional charge, but then get out of jail for half of what the original bail charge was? How does that work? I don't know. Either way, he was able to make it happen, apparently with real money. His court date is scheduled for August 4th. Court records do not indicate if the dude's got an attorney to represent himself. A working phone number for the man cannot be found either, Big J, so this guy's really knocking it out of the park these days. Man. I mean, he's got a connection to fake money. There's something. But uh, apparently it's not very good fake money. Also, don't try to pay for bail with that. That's just a bad idea. That worked out, I guess, or good
1: boy. Good boy.
0: This is one lucky family, a couple in South Carolina ended up being concerned after their dog Raja got spooked by fireworks and then escaped from their backyard. For seven hours, the family searched for the dog. Could not find the dog, man. Sad. Then, around three o'clock in the morning, Raya walked up to the house's front porch and started ringing the doorbell with his nose. The dog owners say they never taught the dog how to ring the doorbell, so they're not sure how the animal knew to do that, but also happy that they found that he found his way home. He was perfectly fine, needed a little bit of a bath after his adventure, but you know what? Other than that, he was tip-top, so good job finding the way back home and then figuring out how to ring the doorbell. I mean, probably sucks to get woken up at 3 o'clock in the morning, but what a great way to wake up, I suppose, right? Yeah. It's your lost dog ringing your doorbell, and of course, they've got the ring footage to prove it, so very impressive. Good job. Also a reminder about fireworks with dogs. They can go back, just in case you're curious. Wrap it up with that worked out, I guess. And while sometimes things don't always go to plan, sometimes things work out the way they're supposed to, troopers in California's Bedford County say they went to a home to speak to somebody recently, and when they arrived, they smelled a bunch of marijuana, Big J, And that's when they learned that Vincent Fernandez Sr. had a lengthy criminal history and a bunch of arrest warrants out for his arrest for drug offenses in California. They returned two days later with a search warrant, found him mowing grass. They searched the home and found a bunch of packaging materials, scales, about $70,000, and a bunch of illegal guns as well. Fernandez was charged with several charges, including possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of marijuana. His son, Vincent, was charged with possession of intent to deliver said drugs, as well as illegal firearm possession, and a whole bunch more. So, I guess that's a win when they catch you mowing your lawn and figure out a bunch of outstanding warrants because of it. So, hooray. Damn. Yeah, be careful. I suppose there's a lesson there. Morning After with Nick and Big J, you are up to date on all the things you need to know. <coughs> all good things hollywood undead in the mix there as well that is for the glory here on the morning after with nick and big j some people do it for the glory big j some people do it for the love but either way there could be a lot of money attached to it right
1: yeah that's uh, exactly right uh, let's take a ghostbuster for example uh paul ha- harburn he is age 57 he bought a rare uh, miller meteor cadillac uh and turned it into a perfect replica of Ecto One from Ghostbusters,
0: so that's like the model and make of the hearse that's in yes. the actual movie. Got yes, yes,
1: and uh, he uh, he spent over sixty nine thousand dollars renovating the car. I mean, does it look like it? Yes. Okay. Well, of course. All right. Uh, and uh, the, the but you know he he obviously thought, hey, this is a great opportunity to make some money. Okay. Because uh, people started to wanting to use it for things like weddings parties and events okay this makes sense sure so there it's an investment at that point yes uh and recently he's found himself using the vehicle as a funeral car oh No, i'm getting sad yeah quote we had someone ring up about a funeral and i was quite surprised by pure chance we had made the seats in the rear of the car capable of folding down uh to make a platform for a coffin to lay on uh and uh a lot of time the person Whose funeral it is was a fan of Ghostbusters and their family want them to have something they would have uh, loved. Yeah, but that's
0: like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, you build that and do that. I get it. It's a business, so you want to make a return on in the investment. But also, don't you do that stuff for like love and to make people happy?
1: Yeah. Like, but, I don't but, but You're not going to make a dead person happy. You make their family happy by following in the footsteps. But really, isn't that just kind of like a faux attempt? If you're not standing over my grave, uh, crossing the streams with your proton packs, then it's useless. Yeah, I suppose. Bring me back! If
0: you're that big of a Ghostbusters fan, that you want a Ghostbusters-themed funeral? That's a little bit weird, too. Uh, but I can mean might Bill Murray he might show up there's a lot of weird people out there see on the flip side to this this particular story I had a friend whose kids actually got him a Ghostbusters replica and he made them return it for another car can you believe that? A different car. A real, a real... No, no, like his kids like really did something cool, thought that he would like it, and they bought him like this Ghostbusters replica Lego set. And he told the kids to go to hell
1: and take it back and get him one that he really wants. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because those idiot kids didn't even know their father. And they chose a Ghostbusters (laughs) Ecto-1 over an Austin Martin James Bond car. (laughs)
0: For those not in the know, we're talking about Big J's Father's Day gift from his children that he made them return because it
1: wasn't the Lego set. (laughs) I didn't make them. It was offered up to me. Would you rather have this? And I was like, well, yeah, of course I would. It also was far less expensive.
0: Yes, yes. You did save your children money in the
1: long run. But I still think it's hilarious. What? What do you mean? Of course they didn't pay for it. What are you talking about? They didn't. It wasn't the the free the free ride. Big J kids. No. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, then
0: you took it back on your own. (laughs) I mean,
1: yeah. I'm pretty much. uh, I pretty think that I bought myself a Father's Day present, but didn't know it. On the other hand, I was elated to get the gift.
0: (laughs) Just not the gift you wanted.
1: It's not like I said when I got it. Okay, for the record, I said, "Oh my God, this is dumb. Isn't there something else available?" I didn't see that. I said, oh, this is awesome. And then we were having a discussion about it. And then it came up, the fact that they saw uh, the James Bond one, and the kids were like, nah, he wouldn't like that. It
0: is kind of surprising that they don't know how to James Bond you, how into James Bond you are, considering yeah. how much you talk about it
1: and how into it you really are.
0: But I'm glad you got what you wanted, I guess, is my point.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get to putting that together here soon, hopefully.
0: I look forward to your real-life le- replica of the Aston Martin
1: at some point in your Thank
0: life. Thank you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up, we got some bad impressions. That's next to the X Hey.
1: <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, we'll hook you up with some uh, Meridian Speedway tickets here if you can figure out bad impressions.
0: Here's our phone number 208 287 1003. These Meridian Speedway passes are good for several dates on the calendar. You can check it out whenever you want to. That's the beauty of these tickets, they are flexible as hell. Uh, here's how bad impressions works. Big J has got a celebrity in mind. He has written three clues around that celebrity. Figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues or less, and you have got some racing that you're checking out, courtesy of us. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey,
1: good morning. Morning, man. What's your name? This is
0: Pat. Alright, Pat. Good luck to you. Here we go.
1: The only Oscars I've won have been for writing the screenplays to my movies. Django Unchained and Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Is that Quentin
0: Tarantino? Yeah, it is. Indeed it is. Good job, Pat. Hang on one second, dude. We'll get some
1: information from you. Clues two and three for fun. You can see that I'm a better director than an actor. Just watch me star next to Clooney and From Dusk Till Dawn, and I've decided maybe I won't actually make ten movies. Just nine. Uh, and why is Quentin Tarantino in the news? Uh, he and Joe Rogan got together, uh, part of Joe Rogan's uh, podcast, uh, Joe Rogan Experience, uh, yesterday, and uh, lots of news going to be coming out from that. You could. Probably see news articles writing about it. Everybody's opinion. Uh, he did talk about uh, movies, in particular, Nick, about how uh, the '80s uh, were a time of uh, for for the movie industry really like self-censoring, and there was a lot of watered-down stuff. Uh, from from the 80s because the 70s, there was so much anti-hero stuff going on in, in the movies and so uh, 80s he felt was kind of lame when it came to stuff and he uh, said that uh, he, he didn't want to be part of that and he was going to do the movies his way and he managed to do it
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He definitely made the movies that he
1: wanted to make and how he wanted to make them, for sure. Yeah, he said, quote, there was nothing like that available in America because he was watching foreign movies. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the wildest bleep ever, man. This is amazing. So I remember I was sitting in video archives, and I remember saying, I want to do that bleep like that when I'm making movies. And then one of the guys said, well, they won't let you do that, Quentin. And my answer was, who's they? Who are they to tell me what I can and can't do? Yeah. And then he did it. He Reservoir sure did. Dogs, you get the beginning of the 90s. It all started Reservoir Dogs, El Mariachi, Man Bites Dog, Romeo is Bleeding. All these wild iconic violent movies started coming out that didn't exist in 1989. Yeah, I mean, you know, the other thing of it was Quentin's a real big
0: fan Of 70s cinema Because you know There's a lot of The the sexploitation films And that kind of stuff Took place in those Particular eras as well And Hollywood tried To course correct I feel like uh, From one extreme To the other probably
1: So when you're done Listening to the Morning After podcast You know It might be interesting To roll over And and, uh, hear some uh, Quentin and uh, Joe Rogan Does he still sound All coked up? I don't know I didn't listen to it
0: Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show (laughs) like Quintardino. We wrap up the show here next on the (laughs) X-Rock. Rise Against Nowhere Generation is how we're going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Wednesday. Thanks for hanging out with us on this final day of June. We certainly appreciate it very much. Hopefully it will be a good one for you and yours. We had a chance to get a movie review from Big J today, who uh, begrudgingly I guess uh, approved the movie called Rent-A-Pal. It is available for you to watch on Hulu if you'd like to do that. We also talked about be careful about making vats of huge soup because you may (laughs) fall in and die in your own soup, which is just god-awful. And for you. talked about how much we uh, actually are drinking in the state of Idaho. That we moved up to the number eight drunkest state in the United States of America. Uh, congratulations, question mark. And of course, we also had a little bit of fun getting somebody qualified for $500 from the Lifetime Store, courtesy of Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer with Pop Culture Smackdown. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, listen,
1: uh, yeah, I just want to make sure, uh, this should be obvious, but there might be a lot of Uh, pet owners out there who aren't aware or uh have no inclination but the asphalt the concrete artificial grass right now at these temperatures is hot enough to burn your dog's paws don't walk them on it it's dangerous and according to uh, a lot of vet sites that i have uh the one easy way to see if it's going to be too hot for your pet to be walking on is to uh Use the back of your hand on the surface and if you can't hold it there for more than 90 seconds or so Too hot for your pet. And make sure there's plenty of water for them
0: around as well in this particular time because it is nutsy cuckoo out there. Uh, Reminder, if you are hot in your house as well, then the next set of X-Rock is going to do you some good. It's brought to you by Western Heating and Air. It is summer and it is hot out, so make sure your air conditioning is working at its peak efficiency and stay cool. Call 375-COOL and talk to the experts at Western Heating and Air for complete service on your air conditioning system. We shall see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.